Welcome to your Lighting Lady podcast, a place for inspiring ideas and practical advice to help you improve the lighting in your home. I'm Josie Ratton, a former lighting designer and lover of all things home design. I use my two decades of experience to provide simple ways you can have the lighting you love. I hope you'll join me and get ready to be inspired about the difference good lighting can make. Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of your Lighting Lady podcast. Today, I'm excited to talk to Robert Sola of Bios Lighting about circadian rhythm and the effect lighting has on it, and what you can do to help your body clock. Robert is a co-founder of Bios Lighting. Prior to Bios, his most prominent work was at Kennedy Space Center, where he was the subject matter expert for NASA's circadian lighting system to synchronize astronauts to a 24-hour cycle on board the International Space Station. He received a fellowship from the National Science Foundation and currently serves on the Light Advisory Committee for the International Well-Building Standard. Hi, Robert, and welcome to the podcast. I'm super excited to have you here and appreciate your time. If you could tell our listeners a little about you and your journey in lighting. Thanks for having me. So I'm a co-founder of Bios Lighting. We're a biology-first company, which means that we focus on what the biological impacts of light are and create solutions around that. My particular background is I'm an electrical engineer with a master's degree in light from the Lighting Research Center. And my first job out of school was at Kennedy Space Center, where I helped put the first LED light on International Space Station. Uh, Subsequently to that, I um, was the subject matter expert for the circadian lighting system on International Space Station. I've really just kind of been focusing on light and health ever since then, with the main thing is um, starting this company, BIOS. That's super cool. So how did you get the job at the Kennedy Space Center? How, how did that come about? Uh, you know, so they actually attended um, some of the courses that the Lighting Research Center has. Um, so I was at RPI. And they were so impressed with the lighting program that was there that they recruited exclusively out of the Lighting Research Center. So I, uh, um, I guess right place at the right time. Yeah, and what did you learn then from the space station? What kind of things did you learn about how light interacts with, light affects humans? And Yeah, you know, um, that was when I really kind of got the bug for how cool um, lights are for circadian rhythms because on, you know, space station's an interesting environment for a lot of reasons. Uh, but from a circadian standpoint, it orbits the Earth every 90 minutes. And so it sees a sunrise every 90 minutes. And it turns out like our bodies don't know how to handle that kind of information. So, um, so what happens is that these astronauts, um, you know, we all have these free running clocks that are about 24 hours that light synchronizes to a 24 hour cycle. Um, but when you don't have anything really good to synchronize to, we start to drift. And so, um, you know, your clock might be 24 two hours and mine be 24.3 hours. That's only a six minute difference, but it continues to go on that. So on day one, it's six minutes, day 10, it's 60 minutes, day 100, it's 600 minutes. And all of a sudden it's the middle of your day, middle of my night, and we're trying to work together on something. You're ready to go and I'm ready to go to sleep. So it was important to use the lighting to basically synchronize everyone so that you are on a 24 hour cycle. I'm on a 24 hour cycle so that we can work better when it's time to work, we could sleep better when it's time to sleep, and we could just be happier and healthier people uh, all together. 
Wow, fascinating. Yeah, and, and could, did you see the effect then when you put that lighting in? You could see the effect on yeah, the astronauts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, NASA's uh, is a little bit slow. Um, so I think I, I did the first uh, prototype in 2009, and then eight years later, the actual first light got on there. Um, so we're actually uh, assessing it, but um, but some of the Bud Brainerd and Steve Lockley have presented the data that they that they've um, seen on the lights, um, and it's really cool that they're seeing uh, a biological change um, for the better for for these astronauts. So it's uh, it's really fulfilling to to see it all kind of work. That's amazing, especially I mean those astronauts that are up there for a long time, you know, for like a year, and and then maybe when we start going to Mars, I mean that's going to be you know, a really long time. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think when you go to Mars, it's not 24 hours, right? It's 24.6. So you have to kind of start getting them prepared for that kind of cycle. So you want to you wanna set their rhythm to the Mars Sol once they're on transit there. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. So how, so after Kennedy Space Center, you went on to form um, BIOS lighting. So how did that come about? Uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's an interesting story. I won't say who inspired me, but there was a company that we were, when we did the circadian lighting for space station, we talked to a really big company and we said, Hey, you know, there's this biological thing that's going on and we need to get these special LEDs. If you could make us a special LED to, to help create this spectral solution, that would be awesome. And they said, you know, Robert, that's great and all but you know how many space stations are there from a business standpoint like my heart says that i want to help you but a business side says i don't want to help you and i was like well this is probably going to be a big deal for us on earth as well because we spend so much time indoors and they're like yeah i don't i don't know it's led lighting is about energy efficiency and that's that's basically where the the uh business model is uh, so we said, all right, well, I guess we're just going to have to do this ourselves. So that was the inspiration was that uh, no one was going to focus on uh, light for health and wellness and circadian rhythms. So we would have to do and kind of lead by example. Uh, so that's how we did it. Wow, that, that's really great. That's interesting that, I mean, I can understand that the big company is not wanting to get into that at that time. Maybe it wasn't quite the, the thing that it is now, especially. So yeah, that, that's really interesting. But it always takes just one to kind of lead the way. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, so what, what should um, people know about lighting and circadian systems? And what is their circadian rhythm? Yeah, well, I guess first you should know that uh, we have these body clocks called circadian rhythms, and these clocks regulate when we sleep, when we feel awake, uh, but also like when we feel hungry, when we're most creative. Um, in fact, like the majority of everything in our bodies are circadian, um, which means that there's the best time to do pretty much anything, biologically speaking. Like there's the best time to take medicine, there's the best time to exercise, there's the best time to go the to the dentist because how our body's going to interact with that local anesthesia. Um, best time to eat. There's all these things that there's a best time to do because our bodies are strategically doing things in a time sequence to basically make us our most efficient selves. Um, then you should know, so you should know that our circadian rhythms are important to health and well-being, um, but you should also know that we evolved using light as our primary synchronization tool, um, and that should be or was the sun. Um, but now we spend all our time indoors, and so that's, um, that's where things get a little bit convoluted. Um, so we take, kind of take for granted that the light inside is good enough, 
but now this interior lighting is kind of in, in between. It's like not daytime, it's not bright enough to be daytime to our biological clocks. Um, it's too bright to be considered nighttime, so we're always in this kind of twilight that's in between day or night. And this, this kind of constant exposure to that is really wrecking our clocks, um, giving them the wrong time cues, and that leads to sleep issues, make us less productive, and you know, helps us, uh, makes us a little bit overweight, um, craving foods that we probably shouldn't be eating. Um, so it's the consequences of the lighting is, is, um, is surprising uh, to most people. Mm -hmm. So that's what you should know. Okay, okay. And what, so what are the other effects on our health? Yeah, so, so a lot of times I, th I think in the talks that I've given, um, the circadian thing is kind of hard to grasp, um, but there are um, kind of some things that you should kind of know. Um, the blue light, um, and specifically sky blue, we're sky blue seeking creatures, Blue light sends daytime signals, and these this signal kind of helps support daytime things like our metabolism, our alertness, our cognition, how we're thinking. Just kind of think about that's like that's when we do daytime stuff. Um, and then it, the red light, there's red light that you know comes from the sun that actually penetrates our skin and is useful for healing um, a little bit more with the energy, um, but it's a it's a mitochondrial response. Um, and, and now the other thing that I think is really interesting that we're starting to learn is that um, violet light is, is being shown to help with um, eye health and overall development. So, um, so we're, we're actually looking at this with um, Cincinnati Children's Hospital and their NICUs. Um, and what it does is actually amplifies the circadian system. So, it's, uh, so there's all these things that kind of come together um, that that light has a profound impact on. And when we do stuff that's energy efficient lighting, you know, it almost has like none of those things because it's just for vision. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so with BIOS lighting, I know you're developing products and your research is about creating lighting that has a positive effect on your circadian rhythm. Is that, that correct? So it's trying to impact that and really help inside your house or inside other buildings where it's going to have a positive effect on your circadian rhythm and really help you in a, with a health benefit so you're not stuck inside with this other light that could not be as, not be as good for you and compared to being outside instead. So, so what is the goal then of creating so-called circadian lighting? Uh, so the goal in, in a broad sense is brighter days and darker nights. Um, the blue light that I mentioned before drives the circadian response. Um, but I, I actually have this analogy or, or way I like to think about this is that we actually have these new blue light photo, not new, newly discovered blue light photoreceptors. And they're basically telling us that we're sky blue seeking creatures. And actually these photoreceptors are looking for that sky signal above the horizon. So they're looking for it all above. So they're actually looking from a different place than what we're looking at for vision. Um, and so when you think about, um, so the goal is brighter days and darker nights, but when you try to put this into practice, think about kind of what the horizon line is in the inside space and how to light above the horizon during the daytime hours, try to get lots of blue light, a lot of vertical light. Um, and at night, kind of darken that above the horizon region and focus it down below. So lower light, kind of more warm yellow colors um, um, below the horizon, maybe like down lights or lights that kind of just focus things below that horizon plane. 
um, and just limit as much blue light as possible. So I think that that's um, kind of the approach that I would take um, when trying to do this in, in my house. And, you know, I, 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 I have, we create products. So, um, so I have a bunch of this stuff in my house and, and it, it works great. And, and my kids are, are great sleepers, which is a, a testament to uh, a lot of things. But, but I like to think that lighting is uh, playing a significant role there. Well, that's good. And just just to go off a little bit, is the um, the daylight that you have in your home? Do you want to be trying to get as much daylight as possible? Then, if you are say in your home during the daytime, you want like bigger windows and with the blinds pulled, and just get all all of that daylight in that you that you can. Yeah, absolutely. Daylight's number one. Um, so so you know we created stuff um, to provide daytime signals um, for offices. Um, Mainly, that was our first idea, um, and then uh, homes are also, you know, important. There's a lot of interior spaces that don't have access to windows, but windows is is number one. That's that's what you should be working on. If you are in an interior space, you might want to think about bringing sky blue signals in there um, through electric lighting. Um, but the Really, the best way is to to try to bring as much daylight as you possibly can, for sure. Yeah, and and especially things like maybe in winter or areas of the world where they don't get as much daylight, you know, and and you may have as big windows, but you're just not getting getting the daylight that you could be getting. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and sometimes uh, you know, as the sun gets goes down at a time that you're not ready to go to sleep yet. Right. Uh, so yeah, like two o'clock in England in the winter yeah, time. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You, you can't yeah. just hibernate. Yep, yep, I know. I wish you could. It would be nice. Although right now in England, it's light till 11 p.m., so then you can't sleep. Right, um, <laughs> right which ways. is the, the other part of it is then you close the blinds, and then you, you forget to open them, so you leave them closed. So mm-hmm. it's there's always a – daylight's always number one, but it's 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 a constant routine to, to keep – constant maintenance to keep it going sometimes. Right, to control it. Yep. Yeah, to control it when you need it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So what products are available to use in your home um, and how, how do they work? Yeah, um, so yeah, so we have light bulbs um, that you know, are designed to be standard light bulbs. Um, they're 3,500 Kelvin enriched. So this is kind of like a warm to neutral white light, um, probably what we've seen the coldest that you would ever, you'd probably want in a home. Um, it's enriched with these sky blue wavelengths that help drive that sky, sky blue signal. Um, and then when you dim it down, it pulls all that sky blue out and it leaves like a, a blue free amber light, which is perfect for kind of drifting you off to sleep. Um, so I, th- that's, that's a really good approach to get day and night together. Um, but you have to have a dimmer, otherwise I won't recommend it. Um, and then, um, and then we have like a nighttime only type solution that actually takes this kind of sky and fire approach. Um, so it's designed to go in a table lamp. It actually has a, it's a 2200 Kelvin. So it's a very warm 90 CRI. So it's good quality light, but it has this um, mirror cover over the top. So it redirects all the light downward. So you get lots of light kind of where you need it if you're reading a book or anything, but the sky above gets darkened. Um, so it's it's a really nice place, a uh, really nice light um, for bedrooms. I have it in in living rooms. Kind of, it's designed. Um, you know, people talk about sleep lights. I've had several conversations about sleep lights. This is not a light to um, 
to use while you're sleeping. This is a light to use for the hours leading up to sleep. So two to three hours, you know, before you go to sleep, where are you? This is where that would go.、Mm-hmm. You know, for me, it's、uh, living rooms, bedrooms,、um, and、uh, it's it really is amazing how it transforms the space to a, a much more sleep inviting space. Hmm, interesting. And so these light bulbs can they go into they can go into table lamps or maybe a downlight or a pendant that you might have. That's right. Yeah. So the so the nightfall is designed to go into a table lamp.、Um, the the other light bulbs、um, are you know could go anywhere. The downlights, the、um, regular table lamps, anything, anywhere where you might have a dimmer. That's kind of the recommendation. And then the dimmer is that? What could you just use any like as long as it was for an LED?、Um, yep. Is that what you need, or does it does it also work so it changes the color temperature and it cut and it changes the output? Yep. Yeah, you tie them together. In the in the scheme of you want brighter days and darker nights,、uh, it should you should tie all those two things together: the intensity and the color. And I think that、um, what is most surprising is that when it goes to the warmer color, you don't want that to be bright. You actually it is a lot more soothing to have it、um, at the lower outputs too. So it, it actually does follow、um, a nice.、Um, Psychological, it, it, it's very aesthetically pleasing. So, as you dim it, does it change color、yep. temperature, or is that two separate contrasts? No,、so、it, it, it, it、okay. dims、um, as you dim it; it changes color temperature.、Mm-hmm. Oh, nice.、Mm-hmm. That's re- that's really good. So, in terms of your best places to use in the home for、um, the light bulbs, where would you recommend? If so, you mentioned like bedrooms. Uh, maybe living rooms for the table lamps, but for the general light bulbs, would you put them everywhere, or would you just put them in certain locations? Yeah, I would put、um, so so for the nightfall bulb, this kind of sleep light. I would put them in、uh, living rooms and bedrooms.、Um, the the day night bulbs. If you have a dimmer, that's kind of kitchens. Uh, And/or living rooms, if you have that、uh, ability to to do it, I do.、Um, I actually have supplemental cove lighting that I have on like a timer switch. That's actually a really good way to、um, to、uh, get that supplemental light because it doesn't always have to be just the right spectrum. If you get enough of it, then it, then it's、uh, really good. So I, that's kind of where I would place it. But I would actually say like so. There's j- holistic approaches. But I think that if、uh, if you're kind of thinking about what makes the most sense, I think it could depend on you,、um, and 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 what you have problems with if sleep is a is an issue. So there are there are kind of two sides of people people who you know at the end of the day they're struggling to you know they're falling on a,、uh, asleep on the couch like three minutes into you know watching a movie with their spouse.、Um, if that's the case, then you probably want you know some more daytime lights in the kitchen or maybe the living room. Um, to help you kind of push your rhythm back, so that you actually are are staying up and and hanging out with your spouse.、Um, if you're on the other side, and I think a lot of people are in this this world, is that you know you can't go to bed. You try to go to bed at an appropriate time, but you're not really sleepy at that time.、Um, and so in that case, I would probably say that the nightfalls are probably more、um, geared towards you. They're going to help relax you and help you、um, fall asleep earlier than. Than what is probably frustratingly late for you.、Um, so I, I think that there's a way to to kind of、um, to do something that might be tailored to you. There's holistic things, 
But I would say um, if you are tr having trouble, you know, keeping your eyes open, the daytime bulbs are probably going to get the most benefit for you. If you're having troubles falling asleep at an appropriate time, you know, early enough, if you will, then the nighttime, the nightfalls are probably going to be the, the simplest and uh, most effective thing for you. You get the most benefit out of it. Oh, interesting. Okay, great, great. And then you do have this, there's a new table lamp. There's one, a bunch of awards that I've seen, um, which is great. Um, so can you talk about that? Yeah, so this is, um, I, we're, I'm so proud of this light because it's, uh, it's been three years into the making and it's, it's, uh, it's really kind of saying if we could do the, the best biological thing in, in possible, what would it look like? And what it would look like is, is it would really take cues from what's going on outside um, which is that it's not one color temperature, but it's a gradient of these different colors. You got blue sky above, you got warm sun below. Um, and so we actually incorporate into that this kind of color separation. And what's, uh, what's amazing, what you could do once you separate the colors, so this lamp has the blue sky above a warm sun, um, and it's designed to kind of be next to your workstation, something where you spend the mo majority of your time. Um, and then at the end of the day, that blue sky goes to purple, a very violet-enriched um, purple sky, and the the warm sun goes to ambers and reds, and it creates this this personalized sunset, um, which we're um, which kind of amplifies our circadian system. Um, it has a lot of really cool biological features of reds, violets, and the sky blues all in one. It's kind of your personalized device that. Um, is all automated on an app, so it's all integrated controls. Um, so it's very, very, um, a very, very cool product. It's um, and it's uh, we're it's in clinical trials right now. To um, so we're clinically proving that it'll help you work better, work faster, and feel better doing it. Um, so it's it's really kind of designed to be a professional tool, something to help you just kind of um, do better work and be a better um, productive member of society. So you would have it on, say, on your desk, say if you're working from home, which a lot of people are doing now, um, you could have it on your desk and it would be on all day along with your other lighting in your room, or is it meant to be working on its own? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a supplemental light. Um, so it's it's designed to, well, I mean, you could do it all by yourself, uh, all by all by itself, but um, really, all the more lighting you get, the better it's going to be. So I would probably add it to what you already have. Um, but yeah, work from home is, that's a great, um, instance. People are working more from home. Um, and I think there was a, um, a researcher I was talking to that says that the work from a home environment, unless you have a window, the home environment just isn't enough light to, to, to help you do anything. So the lighting environment is probably really poor providing for, for providing those daytime cues. So this is going to, um, actually really boosts up those those light levels give you the biological stimulation you need give you the the biological feeling that you're outside um, next to a window if you're not afforded that situation mm -hmm. um, so it is a perfect application for work from home or you know if you if you work in an office and you you're not really excited about the lighting that's there um, maybe it's dark and dingy this will this will brighten up the, that space and give you um, some more productivity so, so it's set on like a, a certain clock, so you could set it so it turns on at this time and it would be bright um, and, and blue. And then over a period of what, like eight hours, it would then kind of 
change. Yep. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so then it sunsets and then goes into a nighttime mode or an evening mode, and then it gets into nighttime mode as you get closer to to true bedtime. Um, so it's it's really no matter where you are, you could put it on your bedside um, table lamp kind of thing. Um, you could put it in uh, your kids' rooms. You could put it anywhere, but really to get the most bang for your buck, it's it should be where where you spend the most time. Oh wow, that's that's fascinating. Yeah, that would be great great to see. So what future products are coming out and research are you working on right now? Yeah, so we're um we're working so from a research standpoint, I mentioned the clinical research on productivity. I think that's a big a big um thing that people want to see that this light is going to have an effect on your ability to work. Uh sleep is is going to come um downstream of that. Um, but it is always harder and significantly more expensive to, uh, to quantify sleep. Um, but we've also been working on, um, with Cincinnati Children's Hospital, I mentioned that before, um, but we're looking specifically at how this vital light can prevent vision problems like myopia um, or nearsightedness. Um, and we've already incorporated that technology in the Skyview uh, wellness table lamp. Um, but the developmental, you know, developmental advantages that you could get from adding this light um, are things that we're very interested in. And so I think that a lot of our new products um, coming downstream are going to incorporate this stuff. So they're going to be more geared for children and babies and, um, and development. Uh, because I, I think when you're a young kid developing, this is the most important time. And this is the time that lighting has a drastic um, value add. Um, so I think that uh, it, it just it just makes sense to, once you know the, the biology, as a biology first company, um, it kind of guides us to where, where the next application is. And I think right now um, we're, we're leaning towards children. Absolutely, yeah. And there's been a lot of research I know over the past year, just with lockdown and, and children and online learning, you know, there's, there's a lot out there now. I think the growing brain is such a, an interesting um, field right now to learn about that and how light affects that. So yeah, that's great. Yeah, you're working yeah. on that. And then, what are um, some resources that our listeners could actually go and find more information if they were interested to learn more about circadian rhythms and circadian lighting? Yeah, I mean, BIOS um, is really big on education. So we've actually developed something called our BIOS Lighting Institute, um, which only has inform- educational information. Um, our website has a lot of information. It's more product focused, but we made this um, BIOS Institute specifically for education only to, to try to educate people. Um, so check those out, um, bioslighting.com or bioslightinginstitute.org, I believe is what the website is there. Okay, um, and I'll put that in the show notes. For yep. And, uh, and we, do, um, we do webinars all the time for design firms if uh, any of the listeners are professional lighting designers, um, then, and you want a more guided tour, uh, we're, we have lots of illustrations and, and animations to kind of show how this all works. Um, so that's, that's a big, um, a big, a big thing that, um, that we, we're just passionate about. We just want people to understand this so that they could implement it and make their lives better. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, um, final question I ask all my guests is if you could give our listeners one piece of advice to improve their lighting, what would it be? And what are your other closing thoughts that you have? Yeah. Um, 
I mean, the, the big takeaway, brighter days, darker nights, and anything that you do to take a step towards that um, is, is a good thing to do. I think, um, you know, it's, it's just so important. And we're starting, the science is starting to come out that, that this is really a really big deal for, for sleep, wellness, productivity, that, that you have to, you have to kind of look at, look at trying to do something whether it's making your nighttime a little bit darker, um, anything you could do to kind of take any piece of what I just kind of said uh, is a step in the right direction and it's a really, really good idea. So that, that's pretty much the, the, the main thing that I wanna make sure that pe listeners uh, walk away with. And I know you have a special offer for our listeners too. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, yeah. So we, uh, we created a coupon code for listeners on our, um, on our website, uh, Lighting Lady. Um, all lowercase. We couldn't put your lighting lady because uh, it was too many letters. Uh, so just lighting lady, all lowercase will get you 20% off our products, including Skyview. Uh, so anything that, that could help you, um, we're, we're happy to help you um, and we're committed to doing so. So if you have questions, you could always reach out our help desk. Um, even if you ask, it really comes to me. So, <laughs> so. So any questions that you have, you'll, uh, you'll eventually get to me. So, um, uh, and we're happy to help listen and, um, and try to make a difference. Well, that's great. Thank you so much for having that coupon code. I'm sure our listeners will be happy to, um, to use that. That's great. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's been amazing listening to everything about the circadian lighting and circadian rhythms. I know I've learned a lot and I'm excited to try out the products. So thank you so much for being on. Yeah, awesome. Thank you, Jesse. I appreciate you having me. Lighting and how it affects the circadian rhythm is such a fascinating topic. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Robert and learned as much as I did about what we can do to help regulate our body clock. Check out the show notes for links to BIOS Lighting's website to learn more and to see their products. And remember to use that coupon code for 20% off their store. If there are other topics you'd like me to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. Send me a DM on Instagram or leave a comment on this episode with any lighting questions you have or topics you'd like to see covered. And remember, every home deserves great lighting, whatever your budget. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it with others. And I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps new ones like mine be found by others. If you'd like more lighting inspiration, follow me on Instagram at Your Lighting Lady. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.